0: I'm Sue. And I'm H. And this is the Georgia Hayer Podcast. And in this episode we're talking about these old shades.
1: Shall we start with a plot summary? Yep. It's a lot of plot, isn't it? There is a lot of plot. It is it's a it's a long book actually, isn't it? Oh is it? I, d- I read it on my phone so I can. Oh tell yeah. It. I think well I think it's bigger than bigger than most. Okay, but there is right. a lot of plot. Lots happens. Here's the streamlined version. Um, Nineteen years before the story
0: starts, mm. um, the Comte de Saint and his wife have a child in their country home, uh, but it's a girl child, and they wanted a boy. Well, the Comte de Saint at least really wanted a boy in it's order spite. to spite his brother yeah. and make sure that his brother didn't succeed him. Um, luckily, though, or perhaps planned, there was a poor family on the estate who had just given birth to a boy, so they swapped children. Um, so, the girl child Lini was sent to live with his farming family, and the boy child was uh, raised by the Saint Vier family. Um, and then the Duke of Avon, the Comte de Saint Vier's uh, mortal enemy, stumbles across this girl, takes her under his wing when she was uh, posing as a boy. Oh, yeah, she was posing as a boy, um, takes her under his wing. Uh, having seen the resemblance to his enemy mm. and determines to use this child to exact his revenge. Yeah. And you know, they fall in love along the way. Yeah. Shall we start by talking about um,
1: the Duke of Avon? Avon. Yeah. Justin. Mm. So he's not a particularly nice character to start off with. Yeah. We know he's got a very bad reputation, nickname mm. Satanus, and um, he's had lots of dalliances with with women, oh, yeah. and also we know that he's tried to abduct at least one, <laughs> at least one woman, <laughs> yeah. um, Jennifer Maravel. Mm. They um, seem to be on reasonably good terms now, though. Well, it's towards the end of the book, but not yeah, not in the be- yeah,
0: yeah.
1: In the beginning. Um, so we know he's done some bad things, and yeah. he's he won his fortune, didn't he, by yeah. off a young man yeah who ended up, um, if not killing himself, then. Well, in a duel or something, isn't it? Like, yeah, I remember you hear that story twice. And the, the first time,
0: it's it's just, oh, well, you know, he won the money in fair and square. That's how it goes. And then the second time, it was like, And then this young man that he won the money off uh, got involved in a duel and deliberately yeah. deloped, shot wide. Yeah. Um, because he wanted to die as a result. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's, that's And there's really absolutely bad. no remorse. No. For
1: that. He's spending that money at the front centre. Yeah. Perfectly happy. And then we need to remember that he, his initial reason for buying. Yes. Leonie. Yeah. From, from her brother. Body and soul. Body and soul. Mm. Yeah. Um, is purely because he has an inkling mm. that she, um, and he knows pretty early on. I think it, it's almost instantaneous yep. that he knows that she's not a boy. Yeah. Um, doesn't dally with her? no 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 that's true yeah um and yeah so she, he knows that pretty early on and and clearly is just using her as a tool mm. yeah at least to begin with uh, for getting his yeah. own getting his revenge on Samir but he starts to like her really early on I think yeah there's that bit where he's talking about taking her back to England
0: and he, he almost wants to delay the point where he needs to reveal that he knows that she's a girl because he mm. enjoys so much spending time with her as a boy, and how innocent and happy she is around him
1: yeah, there's a bit of regret there, isn't there? It's like oh yeah, yeah. W- when he confronts her, mm. um yeah, there's a nice bit where he um he's yes he's almost reluctant to do it mm. to, to bring the shot to an end because mm. he she has such confidence in him, and she yeah um well everyone has confidence in him, don't they he's he's known mm. as being omniscient, yeah.
0: And it sounds like he might have been doing some sort of spying work in the past.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a reference to, yeah, yeah Jake, the, um, yeah, the whatever George that was. Lecter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So the whole, you, you could have another prequel before this. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Please someone write that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Bit of fan fiction there. Yeah.
0: And then also, like, even, like, I guess he's quite a bit older than his brother and sister, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Because yeah. he calls, yeah. Because Rupert is, refer- he's definitely in his twenties, isn't he? Yeah, but early twenties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's over forty. Yeah.
0: No, but, but by the end of that's one of the things I particularly like about the story. By the end of it, the whole family's different.
1: Yeah, and I think Leonie, who we'll come to talk about in a minute, yeah. talk about in a minute, is the, is the person who's who's done that. She, yeah, everybody loves her, mm-hmm. and. Um, this is, yes, it's a very austere family. Mm. Um, with no, it, you get the sense that he has raised them, yeah, because the parents died young, yeah, and they're definitely nervous around him a bit as well, aren't they? Yeah, they so they treat him very much as a, if not a father figure, but an older brother who has a lot of authority, yeah. has the money, yeah. as well. Um, and and yeah, so but but towards the end, they're actually. Yeah, quite a nice, quite a nice family.
0: They're a lovely little family unit. Yeah. Like they've even made friends with the neighbors, the Merivals.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who let's remember? Um, yeah. Justin tried to kidnap, the yeah. uh, abduct um, Jennifer Maravel before she was Maravel. Oh yes, yeah, all right then. But, <laughs> I can see why it'd be awkward. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah, and and you know, brings everyone together because of her. Yeah, her, her ways, her impish ways, and everyone. Yeah, Everybody feels her. quite protective of her, don't they? Yeah. I think that unites them. Definitely, but she's quite capable young woman. Well, you know what I like? There's a, there's a point where
0: um, Rupert and Leonie are relating the tale of, of their kind of escapade to the Duke of Avon, and, uh, and Leonie's like showering all this praise on Rupert, unusually kind of saying, Oh, he's fantastic, I don't know what I would have done without him. And Rupert says, Oh, you know, you saved yourself. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Rupert. Yes. Yeah. She's a self rescuing woman. Yeah. She's good. Credit where it's due. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, Rupert and his relationship with Avon, I think that gives a bit of insight into Avon's character. So let me just find this quote. So when Alini is established at Duke of Avon's, one of his country homes, um, Duke, the Duke of Avon's away, and Rupert rocks up and finds out about Leonie being there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's speaking to the Meribals, I think, and he says, I'd give something to see Justin's face when he finds I've been poaching on his land. Not that I want to anger him, he's devilish unpleasant when he's crossed. He paused, frowning prodigiously. You know, Tony, I often wonder what he feels about me. He's fond of Fanny, I will swear. He was devilish strict with her in the old days. Never think it, would you? But me? He gives me a handsome allowance these days, yet it seldom he has a friendly word for me. Do you want a friendly word from him, inquired Mirabel, smoothing a wrinkle from his satin sleeve. Oh, well, he's my brother, you know. Queer part of it is, He used to take precious good care of what happened to me when I was a youngster. He was always a damn smooth-tongued icicle, of course. I don't mind telling you, Tony. I'm still something nervous of him. So, yeah, that was the relationship at the yeah. beginning.
1: And we feel like by the end of the book, it's worlds yeah. apart, isn't it? Yeah, and I think um, Rupert shows his worth. Mm. Um, because of the rescuing, he, yeah. she, he, he follows the only to France when she's being abducted by some veer, mm. um, and he chases her and and, and rescues her. And mm. so Justin appreciates his worth there, yeah, and um, doing it. And then and then that yeah bring, do you call brings him him together. I can't bring
0: myself to call him Justin. Would you call him Avon? Or do
1: you call Avon his Grace or Justin to me? No, he's too forbidding. Yeah. But it's interesting, so he is he's got, he's, he's a uh, very strong character but he is described as actually quite effeminate. Oh, in terms
0: of his dress? Yes, Sensei. so at the
1: very beginning um, there's a description of him and it describes him he, he walked very mincingly for the, um, for the red heels of his shoes were very high a long purple coat, rose-lined Hung from his shoulders and was allowed to fall carelessly back from his dress, revealing a full-skirted coat of purple satin, heavily laced with gold, a waistcoat of flowery silk, faultless small clothes, and a lavish wrinkle of jewels of his on his cravat and breast. So he's quite. So uh, there's uh, a lot going on there. Yeah, and it, and then there's a later bit where he has the fan. Oh
0: yeah. Which Leonie
1: doesn't approve of. Yeah, but it's a Um, but it, he has got quite effeminate ways. But I think that mm. though that um sort of Georgian man a lot of them were like that it was quite that was was how men were it It was yeah yeah, hugely in fashion then when you start get to Regency you start having um still fashion you know dandies and things Mm. but not as Mm. flowery and um, and there's that point where he gets really angry and he crushes a gold snuff box in his hand oh yeah there's a, there's, a, there's a bit of
0: a toughness going on. Well, underneath. that's
1: it, and even in the even in the beginning, so it set, has that description. So mm. the very first page has that description, but then it also um, makes reference to so Leonie bumps into mm. him, um, and his voice of Avon swelled about. Gripping his assailant's wrists and bearing them downwards with a merciless strength belied by his foppish appearance. Mm-hmm. It's quite yeah. So in meaning in that first page, you get this idea of this man who is to look at quite effeminate and yeah. um, and dandified, yeah. um, but with this underlying strength and ruthlessness of his character.
0: It, it reminds She's me very good at that. Oh uh, yeah, he,
1: yeah. Um, right at
0: the end as well, when they're having the big denouement. Um, which he loves in in mm. the room, and he's telling his story. When he walks in, he pauses on the threshold, and he's we- he's wearing a costume, and a, 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 you know, a costume yeah. that he has thought about for this impact that he needs to make. And everyone, yeah. like, you tell everyone's looking at him, and it's even gold, his, isn't it? It's yeah. like yeah. Even his family's looking at him, going, "He does, he does look amazing." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> because every time he enters a room, like it, yeah. that, it's a you know, everyone turns to turns to see because he has this mm. presence. Mm. Um, so even though, even though early on he he is he says he's not a nice character. He's yeah. he, you're told about the things he's done in the past. Yeah, you still can't help but like him a bit we because only really of his. we the good point on, don't we? Yeah, but yeah,
0: I'm, yes, I am happy to believe that he was a genuinely unpleasant person.
1: Yeah, well, or a cold, a cold person, cold person who ad- abducted a, a woman. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting yeah. that. That is, that is really bad. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because yeah. he's he's modeled well, there is lots of similarities between this and I think we said when we did the black moth, mm. um, the black the black moth, yeah. um, you know who also abducted people <laughs> yes. and was an unpleasant character, but still had this, yeah. he gave him still the funny lines and stuff, didn't yeah, she? yeah.
0: Um, and and
1: I think you know Avon is a is a nicer character and a much more likeable character than than he was. Mm. But, um, yeah, he still, yeah, he he wasn't a nice guy in the past, let's say. True. But then we see him grow because of Leonie. Mm. Because of love. Yeah. So
0: on the topic of Leonie, Mm. I feel like on paper she should be really
1: difficult to like. Yeah. I'm well, not quite sure quite what it is, just because she's she's young and impetuous, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I just you
0: know, she's saying, oh god, maybe she sounds a bit exhausting, but she's not somehow. Um, mm. I think partly because uh, Justin, as now I'm going to call him, um, it, he talks a little bit about her sort of fragility and the loneliness and the yeah. the the life that she's been exposed to as a kid. Um, and that gives you that insight because I don't think you you don't hear any sort of um,
1: any self-pity no. from Leonie, do you? Not at all. No. No, she talks about her past and the trials she must have faced and her past yeah. with quite matter-of-factly. Yeah, and I think I think she says something like it's more
0: about what she left out than what she said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's really brave and sometimes you get those moments where she does she sort of delivers like a monologue. Um so when she's been kidnapped by the comp, um, mm. and she goes, I think I'm a afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she you know she's just running through her thought process and you're there with her on her side and it's lovely. Yeah. And then there are things like um there's a description at one point of how she's changed the house now yes. that she's living in there, and I thought that was really lovely. I'll um, just find that one. Bit by bit the court, so long bereft of the mistress, began to wear a more cheerful air. Leonie's glad young spirit pervaded it. She flung back heavy curtains and consigned ponderous screens to the lumber room. Windows were opened to let in the wintry song, and bit by bit the oppressive solemnity of the place disappeared. Leonie would have none of the stern neatness that was wont to reign there. She tumbled prim cushions, pushed chairs out of place, and left books lying on odd tables, caring nothing for Madame Field's shocked protests. Justin permitted her to do as she pleased. It amused him to watch her gyrations, and he liked to hear her give orders to his expressionless lackeys. Clearly, she had the habit of command. Unusual, she might be, but never did she exhibit any lack of breeding. Mm. <laughs> Which leads us nicely onto this question of breeding.
1: Yeah. In this book, it's interesting because you sort of under so there is definitely a sense that for for Leonie, um, she yeah she you know where where has this innate um, ability to command come from she hasn't yeah. had been in that position at all actually right, <laughs> right. throughout her whole life um the only thing about Leonie is that she was in terms of her education yes. she was sent to this the curate yeah. yeah
0: um
1: who, oh, who he, he was he taught her english as well wasn't he yeah mm. um he taught her english he so you can sort of understand that part of it like how she knows english how she knows how to read and write yeah that part of it and why the brother didn't because mm. obviously the mother sent her to this curé because she mm-hmm. felt bad about her yeah. <laughs> missing out on her rightful place. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it's worse for the son mm. um, who... He just said, wants to be a farmer. I know. I know. But I, I do have a problem with this idea that, mm. there, that his his place in the world because he was born to it mm. was to be a farmer yeah and they just he's described as because that's one of the things that has um triggered justin's suspicions mm. about um about samvir and him having a him having a son yeah is that this uh, this son is described as plot hopping yes. and um yeah the soul with the soul of a farmer yeah and it is a bit it's very harsh on farmers yeah it's harsh on farmers but also this idea that somehow you are yeah. you, you, you are you, entirely limited by, yes, your genetics. By, by your genetics or yeah. your, um, you're you're innately one or the other you the aristro- aristocracy or yeah peasant there's that and that's in your that's, it, that's in your soul rather than yeah <laughs> yeah rather there's, than breeding there's a passage about how he delivers a
0: bow isn't that? Yeah. Have you got that one?
1: The Viscount bowed, and although his bow was of just the required depth, and the wave of his hat in exact accordance with the decrees of fashion, the whole courtesy lacked spontaneity and grace. He bowed as one who had been laboriously coached in the art. Polish was lacking, and in its place was a faint suggestion of clumsiness. It's like I so he has been it. from a, from a baby mm. he has been reared as a Saint yeah in Versailles yeah and um, and we're led to believe that because he was not born a mm. um, Saint or you know born to that place that mm. he, he's he's somehow innately clumsy and yeah. yeah it's not really on is it but no he gets a happy ending though. yeah ex- yes he's off exactly. by Armand. To and, and to be honest, it works on. for the story, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> because indeed. what we couldn't, what would be quite sad is if he really, <laughs> you, you <laughs> were sort of displacing him. He lived yeah. all his life, yeah, um, after nineteen years in wealth, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's quite nice that he doesn't actually want all of that. Yeah, yeah. They're an interesting family, the Somervilles, aren't they? Yeah, not. Oh dear, that relationship between okay. something and his wife, yeah, is really quite unpleasant. She obviously gave up Leonie. Really. Fear, didn't
0: she? She's she's scared of her husband, and he's got this horrific temper, a violent temper as well. Yeah. So that gives you a worrying insight into mm-hmm. their relationship. Yeah. I think the tone with the Saint Viers is, is very different. It's so much more dramatic, and there's no comedy element in it at all. I think to alleviate it. So there's a scene where. um where Mad- Madame Saint-Vir is confronting her husband, Henri, um, ab- about the deception. And she says, uh, "'Oh, was it worth it, just to spite Armand?' "'I don't regret it,' snaps Saint-Vir. "'What I have done, I have done, "'and since I cannot now undo it, "'I'll not waste my time wondering if it was worth it. "'You'll be good enough to show your face abroad, Madame. "'I do not desire to give Abel more cause for suspicion.' "'But what will he do?' Madame asked. "'Why does he wait like this? What is in his mind?' Thank you, madame. If I knew, do you suppose that I should stand thus idle? Does, does she know, thank you? No, I'd stake mine honour. She does not. Madame laughed wildly. Your honour, your honour, ground you. Can you speak of that? He took an angry step towards her. His fi- Her fingers were about the door handle. It was dead when you made me give up my child, she cried. You will see your name dragged in the mud. And mine. And mine. Oh, can you do nothing? Be silent, madame, he hissed. Do you want the lackeys to hear you? She started in a quick and cast a quick furtive glance round. Discovery will kill me, I think, she said, quite quietly, and went out. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It's just a really different feel to it, and yeah, I, I get this kind of Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Yeah, it's, it's like
1: quite it. it's quite a dramatic book, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I think that the, you just have this sense like, oh, something really bad is going to happen to the yeah. skies at the end, and you're, you're yeah. waiting for
1: it to unfurl. And anyway. it does. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, it does. Wow. I mean, that end scene... It's a bloody one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so so it, it all sort of accumulates, doesn't it? So, mm. um, I mean, some of it... Well... Does, as much as anyone does deserves everything he, mm. he gets, really, in terms of, like so Leonie goes to him
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and he basically tells her that uh, because she got suspicioned because like, oh no, it was um one of Duke um, of Avon's exes. exes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um sort of it, sort of hints that she is the um, bastard child yeah. of a uh, Sanvir and um and so and she goes to him and he confirms that yeah. and makes her feel like she um If she sticks around, she'll he she, will yeah.
0: he'll tell, ruin, yeah, Abel. He'll ruin Abel by telling everyone that his mistress that he's foisted onto society is
1: actually yeah. a bastard. Yeah, who's he's he's presenting as um his ward. Mm. And um she runs away, bless yeah. her. Runs away to the QA.
0: She does leave a note, though, saying that she's, she's, she's gone to the, to the one person she feels safe with or something. Yeah.
1: You're thinking, I mean, we <laughs> I, all know who that is, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is many people and <laughs> Avon is like this all-knowing character, so um, yeah. that's going to guess. She, he's going to guess, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess she doesn't know that um, he... Because I think she, she thinks that he doesn't know that she is... Yeah, Sam that's Vier's true. Bastard. So actually, she might not think he would even yeah. follow her. Yeah, okay. I'll give I'll a yeah. credit for that. Okay. Um, so anyway, now, Justin really wants to enact revenge on oh, yeah. Samvir, mm-hmm. and they have this sort of... Um, this is a poetry reading, isn't it, Soiree of Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, it sounded awful. Um, I know, but <laughs> I was that. that is, got yeah, <laughs> that is a sight. It? It's really good. Um, yeah, Rupert's reaction. Yeah, He's just it's like edging around reading. the corner of
0: the room, like, oh my god, these people just keep reading poetry and sniffing yeah. roses.
1: This is horrific. <laughs> and it's just, and he and he tells the story. Oh, and he tells it well, doesn't he? Yeah. And then it's just how everybody in the room is slowly coming... Well, most people in the room yeah. are slowly coming to the realisation that this is a real story. Yeah. Because everyone's got suspicions about... Because yeah. Leonie looks so much like mm. Sanvir. Everyone's mm. got suspicions about mm. who she is. And he staged it as well, hasn't he? So mm. that the crowd are looking upon him, um, Madame
0: de Sanvir, and yeah. the Comte de Sanvir. Yeah. So everyone can see her reaction. Because he, yeah. he knows that, like... so The Comte's going to hold it together, but and that's the what I mean that
1: is quite mean isn't oh, it yeah. oh. <laughs> it's so ruthless <laughs> but uh, it was and, necessary and so she, he tells his story and but what he says in the end is mm. that Lieni th- 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 throws herself
0: in the river in
1: the river yeah, yeah. and then you hit. They have this cry out from yeah. the poor mother yeah
0: oh I think she she throws herself on the floor doesn't she
1: yeah I think yeah um which you get Fanny everyone's feeling sorry for her at this point oh, yeah. Fanny's trying to come for her mm. um and then we just find this bit. So Madame de saint um, has just let out this uncontrollable mm. um, wail because she thinks her daughter's um, died. And then a sudden scuffle in the alcove drew all attention from Madame de saint to the Comte. He had sprung up as Madame's control left her, knowing that her outburst had betrayed him completely. And now he was struggling madly with Merivale, one hand on his hi- at his hip... Even as several men rushed forward, he wrenched free, livid and panting, and they saw he held a small pistol. Conde leapt suddenly in front of the duke and faced that pistol. It was all over in a few seconds. They heard Samvir's voice rise on a note of almost insanity. Devil, devil! Then there was a deafening rapport. A woman screamed, and Rupert strode forward, flung his handkerchief over samvir's shattered head. No. Oh. <laughs> How dramatic! I love yeah. that bit. <laughs> I'm
0: I really quite fancy Rupert at that moment where he just strides yeah. over. Try
1: and, yeah, yeah, sorts the situation out. Yeah, it's nice. Um,
0: yeah, I, sh- I mean, uh, somebody blown his head off in a soirée.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's. Well, those, is, not, is there anything as violent as that in the rest of Georgia
1: Hoyer's books? I can't know. I don't think we ever have a scene where we, sit, yeah, yeah, where we where we witness yeah. that. I mean, it's not particularly. It's probably a small graphic. Pistol. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, shattered head. It's just. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's quite as a, yeah. I mean, this we were talking before this. This book is quite early on, so she's only so. Georgette would only have been about twenty-five, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe even younger than that. Mm. Um, because it was written in nine, uh, It was published in nineteen twenty-six, mm. so she wouldn't have been quite young. So mm. I think maybe she. Yeah, she her young her, her earlier books like the Black Moth and this yeah. were a bit more dramatic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
0: But this this seems like such a better story than the Black Moth. The Black oh, it is. just is full
1: of holes. It's all a bit. Muddled, isn't yeah. I, I mean I, I do like it but it is um, it, it's, there's so many different storylines that are quite yeah. confused and yeah. convoluted shades,
0: great storylines great characters yeah, to be told.
1: yeah. Um, but yeah it, it's so yeah that ending that ending is <sighs> so dramatic I love it
0: and then the the second ending in a way oh yeah is lovely because it's it's all the characters that you've grown to love through the books coming together I'm wondering so um, the Duke went off to the Curé to Mm. find Leonie but he's been gone about a week or something hasn't he Mm. and the family are all sitting around and the Merivelles and Hugh Davenant and everyone sitting around kind of being a bit worried apart from Rupert who's just like yeah what are you worried about he always comes out on top (laughs) (laughs) Do not worry. Um, Mm. so yeah they're sitting around speculating and, and then then he comes into the room. No. And uh, I think Rupert rushes up. Let me find the park because it's lovely. Yep. So yeah, um, the Duke of Avril and Leonie make their entrance. And uh, there was an outcry. Fanny ran forward, exclaiming incoherently. Rupert waved his napkin over his head. What did I tell you, he shouted. Mademoiselle de saint His grace raised one white hand, holding them in check. A curiously proud smile hovered above his mouth. No, Rupert, he said, and bowed slightly. I have the honour to present to you all my Duchess. And then, like, a couple of pages on. Yeah. Rupert nudged and mm-hmm. Look at Justin's face, he whispered. Did you ever see aught to equal the pride of him? Yeah, oh, so, that bit's
1: so sweet. So proud of his little wife. That's so sweet. And, and I... That, oh.
0: I was just going to say, like, um... Through the, through the book, it... I, I don't know how much the Duke of Avon is aware of his feelings for Leonie or if he's holding them in check, but it definitely feels like Rupert spots that he's in love, Fanny spots yeah. that he's in love. I think Hugh and the Merrivels, every, everyone gets there. Yeah. In really lovely words. Like they, they see it through the way he
1: smiles at her and the way he looks at her. Yeah. And how how much softer he's become Yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think probably like he recognises early on that he really wants to protect this child yeah um and then yeah it sort of grows doesn't it but but he very much thinks as we sort of all do (laughs) um that he's too old for her and too wicked yeah yeah too much of the past and there's a really lovely bit where so when he goes to the curé um and finds the there he sort of said you need to find a young man you'll go back you'll stay with your family Mm you've got yeah you've got family now you'll find a younger man and she says I don't I don't want a young, I don't want a boy I want Monseigneur yeah. and she says uh, Monseigneur I would so much rather be the last woman than the first yeah. when he was talking about his, his past and I love that bit that is really lovely at
0: one point Marling and, and Hugh were talking to each other and he said uh, he said when last I saw Leonie Leon she was then it was yes Monseigneur and no Monseigneur now it is. Monseigneur, you must do this. Monseigneur, I want that. She twists him round her little finger, and by gad he likes it. Oh, but there's naught of the lover in his manner, Hugh. You should, ha- you have heard him with her scolding, correcting. Aye, and I have heard the note in his voice of faith of tenderness. This wooing will be no ordinary one, methinks, but there is a bridal in the air. She is twenty years behind him. Do you think it signifies? I would not give Justin a bride of his own age. I'd give him this babe, he must be cherished and guarded, and I'll swear he'd guide her well. It may be. I do not know. She looks up to him, David. and she worships him. Therein I see his salvation,
1: you said. Yeah.
0: That definitely feels like the truth as well, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Because I think if you just, like, on paper, mm. um, yeah, so he, well, she's 19, then that means he's, like, he's just 40, I does not know, you know, yeah. 39, 40. Um, which doesn't actually feel that old now that that's how old we are. How how we <laughs> are. Um, but certainly we would normally, get, you know, feel a little bit um, uncomfortable about a 40 mm-hmm. year old and a 19 year old mm. but for some reason this doesn't I think because in some way she's a lot older than her years because yes. she's seen quite a lot of life and she's not immature is she mm. and she's not actually you know he it, it, she's not in a vulnerable position at, at that at this point so mm. obviously early on mm. she's in a very vulnerable position but actually when she's revealed to be legitimate child of some and she's now got an uncle and a you know mm. a whole family. she's not a vulnerable place then yeah. and it's and it really does feel like her choice and it's not yeah, yes it's not vulnerable, so it yeah. does feel like, it, like I don't really have a problem with the age gap no it
0: it's, really surprises me I, I don't either in this one it, it feels yeah. like it works um, I, there's this um reasonably long passage, sorry bear with me, but I like how honest um. The Duke of Avon is with, with Leony Jonas. Um, so he says, Child, you do not know me. You have created a mythical being in my likeness, whom you have set up as a god. It is not I. Many times, infant, I have told you that I am no hero, but I think you have not believed me. I tell you now that I am no fit mate for you. There are twenty years between us, and those years have not been well spent by me. My reputation is damaged beyond repair, child. I come a vicious stock, and I have brought no honour to the name I bear. Do you know what men call me? I earned that nickname, child. I have even been proud of it. To no women have I been faithful. Behind me lies scandal upon sordid scandal. I have wealth, but I have squandered one fortune in my youth and won my present fortune at play. You have seen perhaps the best of me. You have not seen the worst. Infant, you are worthy of a better husband. I would give you a boy who might come to you with a clean heart, not one who was bred up in vice from his cradle. One large tear glistened on the end of her lashes. Ah, monseigneur, you need not have told me this, I know. I have always known, and still I love you. "'I do not want a boy. I want only... monseigneur.' "'Leonie, you will do well to consider. You are not the first woman in my life.' She smiled through her tears. "'Monseigneur, I would so much rather be the last woman than the first. she said. "'Infant, it's madness.' She came to him and put her hand on his arm. "'Monseigneur, I do not think that I can live without you. "'I must have you to take care of me and to love me and to scold me when I am maladroit.' Involuntarily, his hand went to hers. Rupert would be a more fitting bridegroom, he said bitterly. Her eyes flashed. Ah, bah, she said scornfully. Rupert is a silly boy like the prince de Conde. If you do not marry me, Monseigneur, I will not marry anyone. That would be a pity, he said, Mignon. Are you sure? She nodded. A tremulous smile curved her lips. Oh, Monseigneur, I never thought that you would be so very blind, she said. His grace looked deep into her eyes and then went down on one knee and raised her hand to his lips little one, he said, very low. Since you'll stoop to wed me, I pledge you my word that you shall not in the future have cause to regret it. An insistent hand tugged at his shoulder. He rose and opened wide his arms. Lini flung herself into them, and they closed about her. And her lips met his. Monsieur de Bupre entered softly, and seeing, prepared to part in haste. But they had heard the opening of the door, and they fell apart. He beamed upon them. Eh bien, enfants? His grace took Leonie's hand in his and led her forward. Mon père, he said, I want you to wed us. Of Mon fils, said De pauper. calmly and stroked Leonie's cheek. I am waiting to do so. Oh. Which included your line about um
1: Yeah. It's sorry.
0: First and last women. But
1: I really oh. enjoyed your French accent, so Thank you.
0: Thank you. You're I lying. did German at school, so <laughs> <laughs> Oh that was a bit It all kind of um, inspired by a low aloe than any actual learning. Um, yeah, I, oh my god, Leonie and her. bah, bah now Voyons. Yeah. Uh,
1: pig person. Oh, yeah, pig person. Pig wash. Pig person, pig wash. I love that. <laughs> and um, and Avon says, um, I, I can, I can enjoy I, pig, I pig person, but I cannot, <laughs> cannot enjoy pig wash. It Which is also, coffee, isn't it?
0: Yeah, there's a nice bit as well where um, I think she hears one of the maids say lorks.
1: Oh, yeah. So she
0: tries Lorks out in front of in front of Justin and Justin's like mm-hmm. no 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 and they kind of go through some of what would be acceptable. So I think she tries Terra Oun's,
1: mm. which she must have heard from Rupert.
0: <laughs> and uh, and then they kind of settle upon Pondrep rep or Lud. Yeah. So the, these are the acceptable
1: exclamations. Yeah. And um we know so the sequel to this is The Devil's, Devil's Cub. Um another favourite mm. and um, we know she doesn't lose lose that spirit don't no. we? She's still saying ba. <laughs> yeah. She's she's still Rupert in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. It's um so it's it's nice to know that she doesn't just because she's a duchess, she's yeah, she doesn't lose oh, yeah. any of her character. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um can we talk about Rupert? Oh, I such right. a good I really character talk about and I love him I, I always think of him as because I've read The Devil's Devil's Club much more than I've read These Old Shades I yeah. think of him in his older form yes Um, but like yeah reading These Old Shades I'm I'm struck by how dashing a character he is he's, he's often described as young and handsome and he's
1: hilarious yeah
0: uh, unfortunately he seems to have no interest in the ladies he, no he's not. a curiously asexual being isn't he in, in
1: this yeah in this but then in but then there definitely are some references to women in, in yeah. Devil's Carb so he obviously has he never but we so get the feeling he never marries though don't we yeah, oh, he's no. never going to marry he never marries but I think there's a bit in here where he, he talks about it, it kind of almost something you do because it has to be done yes dallying with women yeah it's, it's, his and actually it. he doesn't want to dally too much because he doesn't want to be caught in
0: yeah
1: <laughs> in a trap sure. in a matrimonial met- <laughs> t- <laughs> trap
0: we've all got some uh, sympathy with him there right <laughs> um So he has some of, I think he has all probably the the funniest scenes. There's Mr Manvers and his horse.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he steals his horse when he's chasing Leonie to
0: France. When the Comte de Saint Vier um, abducts Leonie, uh, he runs down the road after him for three miles, doesn't he? Yeah, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and he hasn't got anything on him. (laughs) He loses his hat at some point. And he, so he borrows the house of the landlord, doesn't he? And some poor guy, Mr. Mambers, is having his lovely roan horse. or not lovely. It's a rubbish horse, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Reshod. And he just nicks the horse. Yeah. But he, like, sends a nice message, like, with giving him my compliments. Yeah. kind of thing. Goes off with it. Um,
1: yeah. Mr. Mr. Mambers pays a good part of it, doesn't he? Because oh. he, um, he comes to the house to get... Um, <laughs> to... To tell them about Rupert's, uh... I have this section oh, and I good. love it. It's so good. So yeah, Mister
0: Mister Man- Mr. arrives on the scene just while I think everyone is talking about where can Leonie and Rupert possibly have gone. I think a couple of people worried that they've eloped, but yeah, I think those...
1: oh that's really sad when Avon thinks yeah. that, that she's eloped with him. There's a
0: couple of times where he he kind of shows throws vulnerability, throws... yeah, and it worries a bit that like Rupert might like her or she might like Rupert, yeah. and no 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 they see each other as brother and sister anyway so mr manvers rocks up um the smith damn him for a fool tells me that lord reap insisted on taking the horse my horse sir and left his compliments for me and his his thanks for the loan of my horse very proper said his grace damn me, sir! it's monstrous a gurgling laugh came from jennifer oh, was there ever such a boy she cried what in the world should he want with your horse sir mr manvers scowled at her "'Exactly, madam, exactly. What did you want with my horse? "'The man's mad and should be clapped up. "'Coggin tells me he came running into the village like one demented, "'with no hat on his head, "'and not one of those gaping fools had the sense to stop him from seizing my horse. "'A set of idiots, sir!' "'I can well believe it,' said Avon. "'But I do not yet see how your information can help us.' "'Mr Manthers fought with himself. "'Sir, I am not come here to help you,' he raged. "'I have come to demand my horse. "'I would give it you had I.' It in my possession, said his grace kindly. Unfortunately, Lord Rupert has your horse. Then I want its recovery. Do not distress yourself, Avon advised him. No doubt he will return it.
1: Oh, yeah. Mr. Malbus. I know. And then he later, later uh, there's a bit about whether he's taken the horse to France. Yeah. And then you hear him five off again. <laughs> it's like, dog, had taken my horse to France. <laughs> but he did, He doesn't. And no. he gets his he gets no, no. back his is, horse is at it the end. he just sold it? Um, I feel like
0: it would be better if he'd kept the horse and then delivered it me. back to Mr Mams at some point probably but you
1: know he's he's dealing with the abduction of a young woman so yeah and he was if he didn't I
0: mean Leonie rescued herself as we were established but he was definitely helpful oh yeah because he was right
1: there he got shot yeah. in the shoulder yeah
0: he's a brave guy I like he's quite gung-ho isn't he like he's the one that wants to just Rock up to Saint Vera and challenge him to a duel. Yeah, stuff. he almost and can't
1: contain himself, can he? Yeah. with because Justin playing the long game. Yeah, well, he's got quite the temper. There's this bit where he rips the wig oh, off yeah, his head and stamps the, on yeah, yeah, it, and then puts it back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out, really. Because yeah, so when they learn of Saint villainy in mm-hmm. telling mm-hmm. Leonie that um, she, and confirming to Leonie that she's his bastard, um, yeah, he gets so angry that he. Oh, when he says Stops I could cry like speak. a woman. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he's quite an emotional guy, isn't he? I feel like his his his, uh, his emotions are at the surface.
1: Yes. So it, he presents a very good foil Yeah. Avon, doesn't he? Because Avon's this character who keeps it all together, plotting, playing the long game, and then yeah. Rupert is impetuous and just gung-ho and just wants to challenge Samvir for his villainy yeah
0: yeah I see that um is there anything else we need to talk about Rupert? with I just thought I would like a follow up story I would like the story that is between these old shades and yeah. Devil's Cub but
1: we know it's not going to be a love I know, story I though. know I to be a love story well it's not because we yeah. oh, it's not is it uh, no okay. and I think he is a very happy bachelor we, we know by is. yeah Devil's Cub he is a um he's happy in his single life and he he doesn't want the uh yeah what's the word <laughs> responsibilities of having a wife he's a hedonistic character i mean you get the sense he can barely look after himself don't you um but he loves
0: the adventure yeah and uh,
1: yeah that's lovely a- and rupert and Lini's relationship is is great as oh, well A
0: bit where it- She's chasing him with a sword. Oh, yeah, and, and he hides behind. Behind, <laughs> behind a chair or something. Yeah, and they, they obviously both find it hilarious. And I think um, I think at the end of it, Leonie says something like, oh, I'm so sorry, my, my poor temper. And it, there's a mm-hmm. line there that says something like, he fell in love with her immediately. Or like, his heart was lost to her. Yeah. In a platonic way, but yeah. But yeah, they are such a good pairing themselves. Because it does feel like two funny, bickering children. Yeah. Um, One bit I did particularly like, it's um, where Fanny's sort of predicting the future for them. Um, so, yeah, Fanny and Rupert are discussing the possible pairing, and uh, Rupert said dubiously, But Lord, Fanny, he's turned 40 and she's a babe. She's 20, my dear, or near it. it be charming. She will always think him wonderful and she'll not mind his morals, for she has none herself. And he, oh, he will be the strictest husband in town and the most delightful. She will always be his infant, I dare say, and he, Monsignor. I am determined he shall wed her. And mm. it is like that when you come across him again in Devil's Club. Yeah. That, that That is, Fanny nailed it.
1: Yeah. That's how their relationship is. Yeah. It is nice. You don't normally get follow-ups mm. in Georgia Hay books, yeah. um, but it is it is nice to have. In fact, there's several. It's a bit of a saga, isn't it? And mm. It's because it's Devil's Club and then there's the... The Regency Club reading Zeebuck and then Infosarming
0: but these two are the ones that really
1: yeah stick together don't they
0: so overall Rach how much did you enjoy this book
1: I enjoyed it a lot I I haven't read it I hadn't read it for quite a long time Mm, me too and um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it was going to exactly yes yes yeah. I,
0: I, whenever I had a craving for this world I went for Devil's Cub and actually yeah. I should have been going for the Double Rummy of These Old Shades and then double Devil's Cub because
1: yeah, really these are
0: lovely characters
1: they're, they're fantastic characters it's got a really you know sometimes you either get a really lovely love story mm. or adventure mm. but this has got it all oh yeah and I think it would really lend itself to being on TV oh film, goodness that would be
0: amazing sure yeah. Maybe not the shattered brain
1: bit. Well, you can do it. Yeah. Symbolism. Symbolism.
0: <laughs> like a single red rose dropping. Yeah, people. exactly. I don't know. Great, okay. So, I mean, what do you think we should talk about in the next episode? Well, it has to be, doesn't
1: it? It does. Devil's Cup. Yeah. Excellent, okay. And we need to do it soon. Yeah. How many weeks have you gotten to you pop this frog? Well, it's a month now. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> so we need to get in one a month because it might be a little bit of time before we can do the one after that. Yeah. Unless you want a yeah. <laughs> crying baby in the ooh, oh, yeah, background. Ooh, yeah. Okay, we will
0: do Devil's Cub before you produce your own Devil's Cub. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be a lovely baby. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, um, thanks for listening.